Relationships, I feel, are one of the key pillars to our balance, and it's no use just having them for the sake of it. We need to feel the connection and be seeking every opportunity to maximize it. It's such a fulfilling part of life, and no one goes through life alone. So cherish your people, love them, and be present for them. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together, let's Hello, find your unique balance. Welcome back to another BTS episode. I just want to thank you so much for choosing to spend the next 20 or so minutes with us, whether you're driving, walking, cleaning your house, chilling out at home, or just relaxing of an evening. I really appreciate you tuning in and dedicating time to your balance. For those of you that are new here, just very quickly, our BTS episodes, short for Balance Theory series, are basically just secondary double episodes that I like to launch every single week. So on Mondays, we've got our guest episodes. On Thursdays, we've got these BTS episodes, which are really short, sharp, practical episodes that give you tips on how to really connect with your balance. And since launching them, a lot of the community has given me feedback that they love how practical these episodes are. So you can always expect to walk away with a couple actionables, things you can put into place basically straight away. And today's episode is no exception. Just quickly, if you haven't already linked up with us on Instagram or TikTok, our links are in the show notes below. So you can head on over there and join the community. And last but not least, whether you're listening on Apple or Spotify or another platform, Feel free to leave a review or rating if you haven't already. It really helps us grow as a community and it's such a nice way for me to get feedback from you all and hear what you're loving most about the show. But let's get stuck into today's episode. So today's focus is going to be all on how to maximize connection in your relationships. Now, this isn't going to be limited to just romantic relationships. This is going to be applicable across work relationships, friends, family, you name it, any type of relationship where communication is necessary, which I would argue is basically every relationship, you can apply these four tips to. And just to change gears for a sec, I think the pitfall of so many relationships is miscommunication. In the first instance, on our own accord, so we miscommunicate, and then in secondary, in between people, the miscommunication between people. So there are four tips that I've recently been thinking about in detail and feel that they have a lot of value to add to relationships when it comes to communication, so much so that I wanted to share them with you all today. The reason I'm also really focusing on this and dedicating a whole episode to it is because balance in relationships, I feel, is underpinned by clear and good communication. Being understood and being able to understand is a key in connecting and connection. And so by the end of this episode, you'll have four new ideas to bring or trial in your relationships, which I would say you you should be able to instantly feel the difference once using them in terms of your level of connection and quality of communication as well. Alrighty, the first tip is one that might surprise you, but it's to let yourself be vulnerable with the people you trust. Often we feel that sharing our vulnerable sides make us weak or unlikable, but more often than not, it is these sore spots that connect us with others most especially when they can relate to these moments of vulnerability. Being vulnerable could be sharing your fears, admitting you were wrong, expressing your emotions, etc. I think sometimes we hold back from doing this because we think that we're sparing the other person from being bored by our problems or maybe even protecting a side of ourselves that we'd rather someone not really know about. But don't forget that some of the deepest bonds you have 
have shared or built on shared vulnerabilities, on pain points that you both have in common. And I'm not advocating that you go and be vulnerable with every person you meet on the street. If it feels authentic and right to share it with somebody, don't hold back because this could be the source of a great connection between two people. Very simple one. If it comes up in conversation and you feel like being vulnerable, but you shield yourself because you think that you don't want to look weak, that's the moment I'm saying probably might be an opportunity to connect with someone or bond with someone over a vulnerability. And just to put it in reverse, if someone's being vulnerable with you, it's a really nice feeling to know that somebody trusts you enough to open up. So just keep that in mind next time you feel like you're not sharing it out of, of a fear of being weak or whatever the you know excuse is to hold back. The second tip to maximize deeper connection in your relationships is one for moments where you feel like you're just not on the same page as the other person. And I'm sure you can recall at least one, if not a recent time, where this has been the case. When we have those moments of tension or awkwardness with our partner, with our friends, with someone at work, we all tell ourselves an inner story, a story of what this current or that situation means to us, what it means to the other person and what it means for the near future of that relationship even at times. And sometimes, if not most times, we can be way off and the story that the other person is telling themselves is something really different from the reality or the picture you've painted in your head. We can so easily circumvent this mismatch of realities by simply asking each other, what story are you telling yourself or the other person is telling themselves? I've used this one recently and so many times what I think my partner is feeling is so off or what has upset or triggered him is is really just not even what I thought it was. So the takeaway here is never assume, just ask. Also, don't out of stubbornness, just lay there in assumption and wait for the other person to speak first. If there's awkwardness and tension and you care about the relationship, just ask them, what story are you telling yourself about this situation? And then you can just cross check and make sure you're both on the same page. Now, obviously this is a bit of a metaphor. You can rephrase that to What is upsetting you most about this situation or what has triggered you about this situation? You know, you can be inquisitive in that regard. It doesn't have to be what story you're telling yourself, but you can also say it's with your partner. Use that as a little bit of a key or a hack to cross check and just level each other out to make sure you're on the same page. And if you're not, it's a moment of understanding to reground each other and make sure that you understand exactly what it is the other person is unhappy with. The third tip is if you need something from someone, Don't wait for them to deliver. Just tell them. Being direct about what you need can alleviate some of the miscommunication or stress in any given situation. How many times have you been frustrated or annoyed with somebody because they just don't seem to know or can't read your mind as to what you want or need? The reality is they probably just don't know or they just don't think the same way as you. Your best way to connect with people and actually let them connect back with you is to ask and tell them directly what you need. A great example is sometimes you just want to vent and be heard. Other times you want advice. You could so easily preface a conversation with, I really need to vent right now and I'm not looking for any advice. I just need your support. Or I really need your advice on this situation. This will let them know exactly what you need in a moment. And this is a hundred times better than you looking for advice and then just nodding and agreeing with you. Or you just wanting to vent and then trying to fix all your problems when that's not really what you need in that moment. You'll probably end up frustrated and there's a huge missed opportunity here for a a really deep connection between you both. This is also a good one to notice on the flip. So when people are either venting or speaking to you, are they asking you for something in particular or they just wanting to vent? This is also a bit of a personal self note because I'm that person that's always trying to fix everything. I default to giving advice, but 
Sometimes the person on the other end just wants to feel validated and they're not asking or looking for me to fix it. And so I've made a personal goal of mine as of this episode. And if you're very similar to me, I would urge you to do the same, to really tune into or even just ask the other person what they want if they don't make it clear enough. But for our purposes, we can maximize our connection by being direct in these situations. So the person can give you what you need and your connection can. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flourish. The fourth tip sounds super simple, but you'd be surprised how many times we fall foul of doing it. And that is being present. How frustrating is it when you're speaking to someone and you can just tell that they're not interested or engaged? Maybe they're not giving you eye contact, or maybe they're not really meaningfully contributing or working with you through a problem. This could even be down to setting aside time for your relationships across your schedule, across your week. A note here as well is that being present doesn't mean just being there. If you're tired and stressed and have really only 20 or 30% to give to another person, they can feel it. Trust me. You're honestly better off canceling or rescheduling to another time that you can recharge and be 100% present with the other person. What would you rather? company of someone at minimal presence or rescheduled and have them at hundred percent. I would choose their full presence every time. We can share this with our friends as well to create a communal unspoken respect between each other to honor each other's self-care and pledge to try and be hundred percent present when we're together. And I always say an hour of someone's full attention is more than a full day spent with someone who's like half in half out a bit spacey. And if this is something you really want to implement in your friendship group, you should send them this episode and you should all try and pledge to one another to be 100% present and respect if somebody needs to reschedule to recharge their batteries. I find it so much easier when my friends understand and they're not judging me or I know I'm not getting like worried about messaging them and their reaction before I even sent the message to cancel or reschedule say. But for you, notice your energy, mood and emotions and be present in your relationships It's really hard to build connection with someone that's thinking about the past or the future or just not there. I don't think any other tips would be useful without this as the base foundation. I personally love using meditation to get out of my head and into my body, into the moment, but sometimes deep breaths are enough. I also love this technique with your five senses. So the easiest way to bring yourself into the moment is look at five things you can see, name four things you can hear, three things you can touch two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. That's also another good little quick one, but you can experiment and find small things. Maybe it's a song you play or a visualization that helps you if you just need a minute to come back to the present moment. And just remember, if you're thinking about yesterday or tomorrow, you're not in today. So there you have it. Those are my four recent tips that I've been thinking about on how we can really maximize connection in our relationships that you can easily implement and practice and try in your lives as soon as this episode is over. Relationships, I feel, are one of the key pillars to our balance, and it's no use just having them for the sake of it. We need to feel the connection and be seeking every opportunity to maximize it. It's such a fulfilling part of life, and no one goes through life alone. So cherish your people, love them, and be present for them. Which ship do you think you're going to use the most? Take a screenshot and tag us. Our handle is in the show notes below. 
Or maybe you're going to pledge with your besties to respect each other's time and be 100% present for one another. Let me know. You can either drop me a DM or comment on our episode post and join the conversation. Before I let you go, I want to ask you personally for two favors. The first, if you've thought of a friend or a partner or even somebody in a professional setting that you feel these tips could really be utilized to help bolster your communication within one another, send this episode to them so that you can have a really good conversation about it because you're both on the same page. Maybe it's about one particular tip or all four together. It makes it a lot easier to workshop these when the other half of the relationship is also on the same page. The second favor I want to ask you is if you haven't had a chance to leave us a review or rating on Apple or Spotify, it will take you no less than two minutes and would mean the absolute world to me. It's such a great way for us to reach new balances, grow our community, and for me to just get some general and genuine feedback on how you guys are loving the episodes. If you're not sure how to do that, just shoot me a DM and I can tell you how. Otherwise, it should be pretty straightforward on the apps. That's it from me, guys. I hope you loved today's chat and I will see you all on Monday for another guest episode.